Welcome to Red Cargo's Broom Podcast. Um, <laughs> wait, hold on. Broom, broom, Reska. Broom. Welcome to this week's Royce Podcast. Uh, my name is Argo. Shubhayan is here with me. We are going to talk about some of the track that uh, F1 still uses um, or have used until this day. Maybe we are not going to be able to be touch everything, but the things that, you know, that the things that... Um, made us remember some of the tracks maybe and some of the famous incidents and of course the australian gp is coming up some talks regarding that as well all right let's get into it then shuan what do you got for me so the breaking news last week was that f1 is adding another race um in the us and it was probably the worst kept secret <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the last couple of days so we are going to race in vegas right um, oh vegas baby <laughs> did you uh, did, did you have time um to to see how the track layout is yeah i kind of did and it kind of looks like a square so it just they, if they just rounded the edges it would almost be an asca circuit <laughs> i, I guess <laughs> it looks it kind of looks like a cat without without legs <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that is true yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I, I was listening um to Lawrence Barreto talk talk about this and he's saying um uh, it might be a bit narrow and it will right. be very uh high speed so the cars will probably reach about 300 and I don't know 320 oh, 330 uh, even more than that at at some point um at the same time there is one like he's he was trying to sell it uh, the the, the fact course. that there is one great overtaking zone before a chicane, so it it just feels like F1 is going through this trend where lots of night races are being added. These are really yeah. high speed tracks, um, you know, um, quite narrow. The walls are pretty close. There is uh, yeah. really really less. Uh, and uh, and know, another of... point there, just just to add to what you were saying right now, right? Yeah. Uh, these are all night dresses in street circuits, right? right. And if I I have never been to Vegas, but uh, from my limited understanding of Vegas is that at night there is a lot of neon and all other kind of lights. Ah, you're on, right. On the streets. Yes. yes. So... And it, it will be right on the main. You know the the what's the name of the street? Main street. The Vegas Strip. Vegas Strip. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you are right. So, like, it it should be quite bright, and it should be distracting. And on top of that, the race will start at ten at night. Um, yeah, and uh, it's in the west coast. So, right. I mean, time-wise, it's it's gonna really mess mess some of pe- some people up, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it it's gonna it's gonna. I'm I'm sure it will. But I I just wanna see this part also. Like, uh, how do they transform? I think they have thought about it already, but how that they're gonna have some runoff area or anything really on that, on that usually no, straight. Yeah, like the thing is, I'm not really sure if there will be much of any runoff area in that. Um, right. Even uh, what Lawrence Barreto was saying that the the pit lane, they're trying to come up with some ideas like Monaco. So it should be like a very narrow entry and narrow exit with very uh, low speed limit. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, um, it, it's it's going to be a spectacle for sure. 
but then it <laughs> might be which way like abu dhabi so yeah yeah i mean we all like uh, spectacles but there is a fine line between spectacles and uh, you know risky so we don't want to see the drivers at risk yeah that's true but at the same time you don't want to have a nice race on a street circuit and right. it's not fast enough then you basically get monaco um, that's true and and since we are discussing that let me ask you this mm. do you really enjoy monaco like okay i know there is a historical part of it and yeah yeah monaco without f1 and f1 without monaco it's both kind yeah. of loses their you know uh, their shine yeah probably But, i mean i mean f1 and a, and a good tax haven it just goes hand to hand but oh well you're right we are racing in singapore after all yeah yeah and in all kinds of middle east countries some of them they are income tax havens right that's true at least bahrain uh, yeah, yeah that one i know i don't know about qatar but mm. um i i would guess all of them because uh, uh because in uae middle east saudi a lot of those countries don't believe in income taxes so you know okay <laughs> i did not about. know that yeah <laughs> yeah uh, well well so so yeah in in that respect do <laughs> let me just ask you this like how hmm. do you enjoy the monaco race weekend or what do you enjoy let's say right 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 so so now you are getting into the crux of the issue what is enjoyment of a f1 race right and oh, i well, think I that that is a yeah yeah <laughs> no uh, that, that that's how i am thinking of it and i think that's a very important question to think about right so do we want uh, do we want a race where uh, one or two dominant drivers are are you know going about their business at the front and the rest of the creators sort of at the same order and and we are enjoying one particular driver's dominance throughout some fans do enjoy it some of the fans that are that that rally behind one particular driver and that's it those fans do enjoy it i think those fans do enjoy monaco kind of race where their favorite driver was on the pole and uh, they they lead the whole race and win but for me i like my racing a bit you know where you know there's a bit of competition i guess i mean call me old school right but <laughs> well, i enjoy I, race i don't think I, i can call you old school because if you're if you're referring to 90s or early 2000 up till i don't know 29 uh, right 2020 uh, 2009 um yeah. those races didn't really see a whole bunch of overtakes like it, right. it actually used to be that the pole pole man just goes ahead and they exactly. used to pull ahead by like 20 seconds 25 seconds like when you right. when you actually go back and watch these races it's it's not even close so like you have to bide your time and the, 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 like the whole thing was about strategies and mm. you know if you if you want to spring a uh, a charge or spring an attack on someone you have to have been planning about it for like the whole race and then right. you might just get an opportunity towards the end, end of like once um like one of the last uh, uh not i shouldn't call it sprints but yeah you just have to like modulate your uh, strategy according to it but yeah. monaco yeah. is is still kind of holding that kind of uh, pattern of racing like it's not like there are no overtakes but um yeah not not many in even in in, in the last couple of years i guess like last year yeah 
we were, we were obstructed by stroll on the wall <laughs> <laughs> right that's correct yeah um yeah apart from that i think seb and gasly was it they were racing mm-hmm. at that time um yeah. so it, it wasn't that bad and they, they i mean being a street circuit there is always some jeopardy to it like the i agree polman yeah. didn't really drive away he actually drive in drove right. in um <laughs> <laughs> broke down to the grid um right yeah so it's I don't know. I'm 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 on the fence. Uh, all right. Let's about, just uh, all Monaco. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I totally understand it. But my fascination has more to do with the the kind of atmosphere, like you know those yachts lining up and the, all the rich people party. You know, it just makes you happy seeing. Ah, so you like the old, part of it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, old white rich rich people having fun. That's what F1 is all about. <laughs> anyway. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. There, there is definitely a lot of truth in it. <laughs> right so so what what do you think your favorite street circuit is because we are talking about street circuit ah like, has to be jeddah like you know missiles hmm. anyway um, <laughs> for a millisecond i thought you were being serious <laughs> i was like hmm <laughs> no no i i i like to harp on the same gun anyway um yeah street circuit favorite oh well uh you know what i would i would hmm I would probably say Melbourne. Melbourne is yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Melbourne pretty is good. Quite good. Um, but it doesn't really, at least it did not really produce really nice races. Apart from Ricciardo driving on the grass. That was pretty Yeah, fun. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I, I'm going to say that this though, I, I, by the way, I agree with you, but it doesn't give us that kind of high intensity race but uh, i i remember back into 2010 i wasn't watching f1 races then of course mm-hmm. but uh, i i was watching some clips from the races uh, from the time but as far as i remember uh, one, in 2010 australia gp i think hamilton and weber actually crashed right oh, uh, so right. so yeah so did vettel and uh, 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 button was the winner actually so i remember that race being that was that was something man that that was really an exciting race but yeah so I, i i i'm not sure where i heard this but i i just heard this statistics recently in the last week somewhere um, that all the time we have been going racing to melbourne i think that has right. been only a couple of years um lewis hamilton has been on pole all but right. one of those races and he only wow. managed to win one of those wow so, yeah so that that must mean there is a lot of jeopardy in it yeah 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 i, I mean deny that yeah but you know what it it at least used to be the first season of the uh, sorry first race first of the race. season yeah, right yeah. so it's the jeopardy is probably because of the constructors you know not not doing a great job about uh, delivering the reliability of the cars rather than the street itself mm Mm-hmm. fair enough but anyway I, let's yeah. I mean, if if we move on from uh, australia what, what would be your uh, azerbaijan man azerbaijan ah, like cool. you know You're, without any, yeah. without any doubt without any doubt i mean uh, speaking of ricardo winning in australia azerbaijan 2017 right then also ricardo won we saw a fight between perez and ocon mm-hmm. in pink cars right yeah that that happened and another thing happened uh, by the way 
uh, I don't know if that happened since, but Hamilton brake checked Vettel. Oh yeah, and then yeah. Vettel went around and kind of oh, hit Hamilton. Yes. It was yes, it was, was something whole, whole deal. Yeah, that was when was that? Twenty eighteen? Twenty seventeen, I guess. Twenty seventeen. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, remember in the sense, obviously, watching from yeah, watching back. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same here. Baku is actually like a, a bit of a weird race because um, I think F1 is going there from 2016, 2014. That's true. Yeah, something like that. I yeah, 20, sure. yeah. So the first race was 2016. That was the race where uh, the the Grosjean during a safety car. Went into the mm. wall and like Ericsson hit us. That is right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> uh, right. So apart from that, that race was pretty boring, quite processional. I think mean, you know what? You're actually right that Baku actually produces some really uh, iconic memorable, moments. Uh, exactly iconic. Like Louis driving straight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Oh yeah. god. Oh god. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one. Then I remember. Um, Ricardo and Verstappen uh, coming together. Mm, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, that one then also bought us nicking the P3 at the end of the race. That is true. Yes, in a, yes, In the yes. Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hmm, what else? Oh, also uh, this one here. Um, Charles, I am stupid. I am stupid. Yeah, so I am... Peak stupid. I'm peak. You drove well, Charles. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're absolutely oh right. Baku, is, Baku has turned out to be exciting because of those incidents, but the races have not been really exciting. That is Apart true. from last year, I think. Last year it was... Hmm. Last year it was pretty it good. Was I mean, but thanks to that red flag though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no. here is what what almost always happens. You get a you get a narrow street circuit. There will be a yellow or a red flag, and that kind of gives you a another race within the race, which kind of makes it exciting in a street race. I would say. But yeah, otherwise, that, if there is no flag, true. Yeah. Um, but you also need a lot of in there to bring mm. out that flag. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I think we are giving way too much stick to him. But you know what? Like, we don't have Mazepin anymore. <laughs> right. Um, we so... have to blame someone. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. All right. You, you're absolutely right. Baku is, Baku is up there when it comes yeah. to street racing. But, like, do you feel that in general, street races um, tend to be a bit processional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I agree. Of course, of course. Because there is not enough space to overtake. It's just, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, uh, even generally among all the other tracks, right? Not the street tracks. Uh, among all the other tracks and the tracks that are newly built, like uh, the tracks where we have started seeing racing very, very recently, uh, or as they call it, new classics, right? Within the new classics, my favorite track gotta be Bahrain. It's just too many interesting things happened there, and uh, I and it has a special place because we went there, of course. Yeah. yeah. But even even before that, Bahrain 2014, R- R- Rosberg and Louis, right? Yeah. 
ब्राजील ऑफकोर्स आई हैव ऑलरेडी टॉक्ट अबाउट ब्राजील i guess great britain just because i can i can see some of the some of the factories nearby as well right ah okay so, so just because of the novelty all right yeah 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 uh what else um uh i i don't know turkey turkey is not bad uh, nah, so turkey is pretty Paris, good peres got uh, second place into 2020 mm-hmm. turkey yeah that's pretty, pretty good I guess I I would visit um, Aust- Australia as well. That's that's all I'll say. I mean these But, are okay. Yeah. So these are I mean you know what these I, I can definitely understand some of your choices for sure. Right. Like um, you know uh, Australia yeah okay. Uh, uh, Germany for sure. Uh, Germany if you remember Vettel uh, from 20th spot to second. No. 2019. Yeah, no. Danny Kriat getting a podium? No, it's it, just right? every time I'm talking about Hoffenheim <laughs> ring, like, I know you had to bring it up. <laughs> I, I knew know, it. That's <laughs> All right, let's just explain. Explain my misery and be done yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please um, go on. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay. But for my defense, um, right. I started, as I said, I moved to Sweden and then I started watching F1. Right. I had absolutely no idea where if one used to race or does race. Right. Um, and then I figured out that the German GP usually used to happen in Hockenheim Ring. Right. And incidentally, before moving to Sweden, I was living in Heidelberg, which is literally five kilometers away from Hockenheim Ring. <laughs> I never knew, I not even for one year. I just, like there is no publicity around F1 in right. Heidelberg. It was no poster, and on like get this on top of that, um, Vettel's home is some place called uh, very near to Neustadt, and and th- mm-hmm. that place is like with a tram, with a freaking tram, you can go there in half an hour from Heidelberg. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, wow. oh god, I yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. I Sorry for making you relive really yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I, I I knew it. I knew you'll you'll put the dagger. Yeah, um, yeah. So so from which year to which year were you there near the circuit? Um, there well, I was there from well, uh, middle of sixteen till middle of nineteen. All right, and, all right. And I think the German GP happened there in sixteen, seventeen, and nineteen. I think there was uh, more 18. German GP. Eighteen uh, was there. Was- Yes. I remember there was at least one or two years where the GP didn't happen, or at least didn't happen there. They like did it in the Norbert Ring, like as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 2020, 2021, both were not both. Hold on a second. Last year there was no German GP. No, last year didn't happen. Hmm. Yeah. So it was only 2020 in Norbert Ring. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but yeah. in in the so so you basically missed uh, maybe two. Classics from two classic yep. drivers. So oh, in yeah. 2018, Lewis mm. uh, wins it from 14th, and uh, Vettel 20th to second in 2019. So <laughs> just reminding you. Oh, didn't I'm he? Sorry. Didn't he win his own race? He was leading, and then he won it or something like That's that, right. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Also, I could have watched Halkenberg leading and then giving mm. it all up. Mm. That that I mean, was in a Force India car, right? You know what? Any, I mean, I would love to watch a race where weather plays, you know, a, a, like some some 
some mm. you know job or some part in it yeah yeah it's yeah. just it becomes so uh, exciting and unexpected things happen but I, i mean it's not pure racing i i do understand that like if you're right, right. you know if you're a fan of pure racing and pure formula one like i guess it, it is not like yeah there, there are drivers who who shine really well um yeah in, in tricky conditions in changing conditions but i don't know i just feel like it, it just makes things much more exciting um, yeah it, it it definitely does in in case the rain starts in the, the middle of the race so then you know the tire strategies come to play and mm-hmm. you know at what time uh, like perfectly pitting uh to the weights or uh, or when the rain stops in the middle of the race when who can you know perfectly time a pit where they get off the weights and get off a normal like mediums or softs so th- those are those are really really interesting to watch and there's a lot of luck factors in there as as well i i would say oh yeah for sure um, yeah yeah but that makes it more fun i i guess because Let's yeah, I mean, a little bit of luck is fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, without without rain, you don't you don't really get Lando leading. Yeah. Um, and and without rain, you don't you don't get Max going from I don't know starting from the back to P two. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's so much jeopardy in the rain. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Which we cannot see in Vegas. So. Right. Well, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it won't rain there. That's true. Maybe they will go for the sprinklers this time. You never know. Sprint in? Yeah, maybe. No, no sprinklers. You know, sprinklers. Oh, sprinklers. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Barney's Bar- <laughs> idea. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I guess uh, for people it might be fun for American people and for the drivers maybe also it will be fun to go to Vegas and stuff like that. But I just. I yeah you know it's I just don't see the point. And we are back. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Winnie was feeling a bit jumpy. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Right. Yeah. So uh, apart from that, like w- w- when I'm looking at this year's uh, Australia. track the the, the mm. the melbourne track it has been reprofiled some of the yes. corners it yes. has been resurfaced um so maybe maybe you you can enlighten us why would they do this what's like what's the right. point i will i will start with why they would reprofile right so the uh, and and i will use example of another iconic track that i did not uh, that we did not mention yet which is mm-hmm. singapore which is singapore right yeah. in uh, S- singapore the the turn 10 chicane i think which was famously yeah. Yeah. known as the slingshot chicane yep sss kind of sounds good as well right oh, and uh, if you <laughs> if you if you, if you look at some of the past races there uh, i i have seen about three or four instances where you just literally get punted off the ground it just works as a slingshot Uh, of the curves, you, you you just fly, you just straight off fly to the to the side area area there in that you can. Yeah, it's it's right? quite bump, it's quite bumpy that that region. Yeah, and and it's it's a uh, it's it's quite risky, right? It just you know it's just not safe at all. So the the correct solution there was to reprofile that area. Reprofile means you just change the whole geography of that area. 
to make a tar, make a simple tarn instead of a chicken. Maybe you take off the carbs. Maybe you increase the runoff area on the, to the left, to the right, and uh, make some changes where it becomes uh, more less dangerous and uh, more drivable for sure, right? So that's that's what happened at the tarn ten. But uh, as far as I know, it's still not completely safe. I mean, there are still even after the reprofiling. I think the last race there. Um, not even the last race, maybe in 2013, 2014, maybe uh, I forget the year that there has been another accident there at the same corner, right? So I, I don't know how much it helps, but it definitely helped, helped like. No, uh, it does. But, like, yeah. uh, I, I think if one is striving um, for safety and th- right. they are definitely trying to make some corners a bit safer than they used to be, like right. the thing that pops into mind is Oruge. Yeah, it has been a magnet of disaster for quite a lot of times. And we saw uh, Anton uh, Hubert pass away there. Um, Lando had a really, really large shunt last year. Yes, that was scary. This year, they are finally reprofiling it. There has been uproar from the fans, but, you know, like we are all here to enjoy the sport and we definitely don't want to see people get injured. I know know there is this machismo um, that yeah, the, the whole aspect of driving a car to 330 kilometers per hour is supposed to be dangerous, is dangerous, but you know we we should always aim for more and more safety. We are we are there to see competition, not people die. So absolutely, absolutely, I absolutely agree. Now I I also understand fans that are like you know older fans that that uh, you know things about historical value and all that stuff well i mean a lot of things have changed in the in the sport right your, yes. your safety laws are, have increased so why not introduce more safety laws in the tracks as well right so we, we don't want to see anyone harmed yes i i think in in this respect f1 is doing a very very great uh, great job um yeah. keeping keeping their drivers safe or at least yeah. trying their best to keep the yeah, I, except for sometimes racing at a place where you know literally missiles are striking. But apart ah, from that, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you on. know, I had to bring that up. <laughs> I mean, you are being very unfair. They cannot make changes overnight. You know that. Of yeah, course. I, I, I mean, mean, unless it's rush, uh, Russia. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Then, then you can probably. Right. Right. Anyway, um, right. Um, so. After the reprofiling, it seems that they got rid of one of the chicane um, right. during this really large, swiggly bit in the, uh, towards the middle sector. So it, it should become, I don't know, a bit longer, but then it should be even faster than before. And there right. are four DRS zones, like, you know, since there was very less overtaking going on this year, um, right. we needed those. But I mean, what's your expectation of the race? Like, how how are you expecting the race to play out? Is it is there gonna be a safety car? Do you think? Um, given that it's Australia, I'm tempted to say that there will be a safety car. Um, <laughs> but it's not it's it's not the first first race of the season anymore. That is true. That is true. That is true. And and they they have apparently worked a lot to you know get rid of. Accident prone areas, as we would call it in yeah. India, <laughs> but um, but but still, you you have to think. We still have uh, Mick Schumacher, 
in the race we still oh, have got to be so one has to crash right come on son <laughs> no but in all uh, seriousness though, i i would hope there there will be no safety car and stuff like that um but if if there is no safety car then i have to wonder about uh, then is it the case that the race leader just just goes ahead builds the lead and wins it completely i mean we have we technically have in our hands four drivers who can possibly be the race leader <clears throat> i mean <clears throat> two ferrari even if two. One, you know yes yeah. so there the, 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 would be some competition i'm hoping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fair enough fair enough so so how how much importance will the poll have like like uh, the, pe- the poll sitter that's a very very good good question to ponder about like with this with this generation's car you know like uh, we 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 know about this party moon in the right. uh, the previous generation of mercedes power unit yeah. where they were turning up the engine to the 11 just for the quality yeah. and we also like last week we saw this luis could could not qualify well because yeah. he had problem with his quality setup but then right. they made some small setup changes which they did without breaking the park from it and he was able to race reasonably well he was, yeah. you know um given all of that do you really think that the importance of quality is kind of reducing because i do think that you know like for the quality you have to set up the car in a different way for the race you have to set up the car in a different yeah. way and then maybe you should just set up for the race and try to get as far as ahead in the quality because you like now you don't even have this tire advantage disadvantage scenario that is right yeah yeah um, and, and 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 you don't uh, have dirty air and stuff like that so you can follow people quite easily that's um, true yeah so you, and also you, your tire degradation is not high enough uh, sitting behind you know yes yes so that's how something... how much does the qualifying uh, positions uh, matter i i don't know and and in certain cases maybe like uh, depending on the first turn depending on the turn 1 maybe sitting on uh, p2 will be better than sitting at p1 i mean right? that, that was that's actually all, true in, in 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 a lot of races last year like we saw right. and at least i can remember in mexico um bottas was in pole p2 was max and he just mugged him He yes. literally yes. mugged him in the first yeah. first corner. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and Max has been mugging people left and right <laughs> in the first corner. So, right. yeah. So that's that's the question about slipstream and stuff. But yeah, maybe for a midfield team, it makes sense to try to qualify as far ahead as possible because you don't really have the aero advantage on mm. other cars around you. Mm. Um, or maybe the, the the setup changes doesn't make a lot of difference, but. you know what like yeah we don't we don't really know that much um, yeah. to be able to comment on that but it it's quite interesting seeing how signs could actually creep back almost one second gap that he had from charles um, yeah. where he was faster than charles in the qualifying last week right. and right. in the race he could not really match charles pace so he was uh, about 2 tenths slower than charles each lap so yes. maybe he tuned his car for the quality more and yeah it's yeah. It's, it's definitely yeah. something that's kind of like showing up or at least it's is turning out to be a glaring thing uh, yeah we have, people are going to talk about it more and more that's for sure i mean 
it's just one one of those things i mean some more races will go by and people will see this this yeah thing. and and uh, you you definitely don't want to see qualifying become kind of useless because no of course not yeah you know like uh, your your quali should should decide at least to some extent how your race is going to you know go mm, 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 mm. De- definitely definitely because otherwise you you're like the the relevance of saturday is also like it will diminish quite a lot that's right that's right and yeah and uh, and as as much as we want to see overtakes happening and grids going hayward yeah. but we we want to see the relevance of the starting grid that's the yeah, that's the significance yeah. of the i think quality. like this will again harken us back to the discussion of drs zones like that's right if if it becomes a bit more difficult to overtake like yeah you can follow well and if you have advantage mm-hmm. of aero and the power unit then you can make the like definitive overtake but if it's not if it's not the case um then even if you can even if you're following someone as the great mari walker would say um mm-hmm. following is something but overtaking is something else um so maybe that could that could be used to find a greater balance um yeah. between the qualifying you know uh the starting grid and and the race results but yeah, yeah. i'm i'm sure four drs zones probably not the right answer there yeah yeah i i think they will have a rethink about that uh, as early as next or the next to next seasons yeah. let's let's see yeah Yeah. All right. So that's that's probably um our episode on tracks. Now yep. w- what do you think about some predictions of Australia? Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. All right. So Yeah, so no kangaroos. Uh, um, no kangaroos uh, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. No, no. Okay, yeah. No kangaroos so invading, yeah. Um so we you have already made one prediction Loki that there probably would would be one safety car. Yes, yes. At least, all yes. right. At at least a, a safety car might be a red flag also. I don't know. Ooh, But at okay. least a safety car. We are going both. At bold. least a safety car. All right. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. All right. Okay, And second. How about the uh, the race result? Right. So, um, no Mercedes or Mercedes power, uh, powered car, which is Mercedes uh, customer cars, uh, will score above above P5. P5 is the above, highest above P5. Okay, so you're saying none of them. None P1 of them P4 score. will be kind of result for Red Bull and Ferrari. Is that what you're saying? That is correct. And maybe maybe even for a I don't know, for Alpha Tauri maybe who knows. I'm not saying anything. I mean, Alpha Tauri hasn't really hasn't really been performing really well. I mean, yeah, I know. Probably I know, because but... Gasly yes. was not feeling feeling really well. <laughs> that is exactly um, right. But yeah. maybe also Bottas because he came P6, didn't he? The, yes, in the Bahrain P5. Yeah, P6, P6. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then there are Alfa Romeos. There are kind of uh, yeah retired. Yeah, so. we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, okay, yeah, no, cool. no, yeah. no Mercedes power powered car will be above P5. That's my okay. second prediction. Okay. Yeah. How about the how about the race result? Like the P1, P2, and P3. Ah, uh, that's a bit. Uh, all right, so. Okay, I'll I'll go Come with uh, P1. Give us a give us a bold prediction. Sonora. P1. <laughs> All right, you 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 want bold? You, you you want bold? I'll give you bold. I'll okay. give you bold. Okay. P1 P1 Carlos Sainz. Let's go. P1 
P2Max, P3 Charles, and P4 our boy, fucking uh, Perez. All right, all right. I mean, I I honestly don't understand why would you call science winning a race bold, but <laughs> maybe it makes sense. It is because, bold because is bold. I mean, yeah, it's Ferrari after all. So yeah, no, but but if it is if it is not Charles or Max, it is kind of bold, right? I mean, think about it. Come um, on. Um, I'm not sure because. If there was no safety car, I was convinced Perez was running away with that race last year. That's true. Yeah, and that's true. Christian Horner actually mentioned after the race that uh, apparently the new generation car is so far fitting Perez better than Max. So he has mm. been more comfortable with it. Really? Uh, that's a Yeah, something to do with traction and the car having a planted back. All uh, right. Okay. Yeah. So planted I don't know. rear, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that goes with Perez well. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh well. Okay. All right. So science, science P one. All right. Right. Uh, science Max and Charles. Um, I think I would call Max, Checo and Charles. Hmm. Hmm. Science at fourth. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That, that's also a probable result, by the way. I could have called that as well. I mean, like you have just... called, you know, yeah, I like know, I know, I know. both Red Bulls and Ferraris within P1. And P1 <laughs> that's so correct. You only is... have only few, you know, ways. Combinations. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, that was our episode this week. Yeah. And we will probably meet each other again after the race and we will see how our predictions go. All right. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good evening and a good week, I guess. Thank you. Bye-bye.